<clears throat> Anyways, hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 290 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. Uh, Bot slogs, friends, and bucketheads. This is episode forty-three of Getting Head, a bucket cast. Forty-three. I got forty-three. I got nothing. Oh, 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 uh, oh. What was that movie? Forty-three. Oh right, that, that really was a shitty thing. film yeah, yeah, yeah. that took them like ten years to make. I didn't see and, like, that. A bunch of people like sued to get out of it, like George Clooney and shit like that. It's <laughs> terrible. It's you watched it. Shit. You've watched it. I watch all the worst films. Oh, well, is... well, we know this, but you've seen this one in particular. I remember Monty saw this film and told me that it was not great. It, it, it's as though they took like Kentucky Fried Movie and fried it until it was burnt. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah, a deep fried Kentucky yeah, Fried it, Movie. Yeah, it's a extra crispy um, Kentucky Fried Movie. It's fucking, wow. Although extra crispy is better. So I guess it's like the baked uh, version of mm. of Kentucky Fried yeah. Movie because no yeah. one who do they do they even still have the baked chicken at KFC? People only want extra crispy. Uh, that's, you, that that uh, shit like, sucked. <laughs> Everyone you, hated that. Okay, all right. As someone who worked at KFC when he was sixteen years old, mm. you want to know the secrets? You want to know the the deep dark KFC shit? Okay, check this out. You know the difference between the two different types of chicken? Yeah. Do you tell me? Um. I'm guessing one is double dredged. Uh, so by that you mean like it gets dipped in the powder twice, basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they have the same exact powder. Yeah. That is literally the only thing. Oh, I know. No, <laughs> like and, they just get dipped again. As as I've discussed in the bucket joke segment before, the eleven herbs and spices are the eleven uh, different flavors of dried cum on uh, mm. the 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 workers' hands who work there. <laughs> There's this one dude that I worked with for a while. He didn't want to wear gloves when he was making the fried chicken. Like, everybody wore gloves because it was fucking gross. But, like, that dude just, like, didn't want to wear gloves. And at the end of the day, like, his first day, I remember, end of the day, his hands were just, like, fucking gnarly, just coated in this, like, raw chicken slime and, like, just terrible. And I was like, that's fucking gross, dude. You should have just worn gloves. Like, what the fuck? He was, like, 45. I was like, bro. You know... You know he uh he went home and uh, fisted his uh his his wife with that hand after work right that's their thing. Woof. I mean I hope somebody's like cluck. <laughs> I mean I hope somebody's getting something out of it because like all I got out of it was like ugh your hands bro gross I hate it. Yeah dude why why do you think he was like no to gloves like you know that mm. man never gloves up if you know what I mean. Ugh. He goes in raw like that chicken baby. <laughs> you got to glove up. Yep. Gloving up is all right. It's not yeah. the worst. Yeah, yeah it's, it is what it is. I mean, I wear gloves at work sometimes. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, 43. I got nothing for 43. It's I've, cool. I already supplemented it. It's movie, movie 43. The, uh, movie 40, episode 43 of Getting Head of Bucket Cast, movie 43. 
Yes. Uh, yep. you, you know, what's the best, you know, okay, I was going to ask a question, but there, there's a very obvious answer here, so I don't want to mm-hmm. ask the question anymore. Yeah. And that is the greatest number in the history of film titles, obviously, obviously is Naked Gun 33 and a third. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, two and a, two and a half is pretty fun too. It is, but I like that they they continued the theme, right? Right. With the with the next film in the series, we I we got to watch all the the Naked Guns. That should be after Police Academy. Let's do Naked Guns. Okay, I'm down. We should also watch uh, what was uh, the Police Files or whatever that the Naked Gun is based off of. Oh, right, the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never yeah. seen it's the show. It's really funny. It's re- honestly like it's almost like a cop procedural version of like Dark Place in a way. Oh my god. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's really good. Listener, if you're not familiar, Google Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Mm-hmm. I know you can't spell that, but just do your best. Google just will figure it out. Incredibly good show. Only lasted for one season. Stars one of my very favorite actors, Matt Berry, who's now on oh, uh, god. the television show What We Do in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um classic actor. Mm-hmm. He's in a so, bunch of funny shit. And oh, he's yeah. he's in that, that show with the executioners. What the fuck is that show called? I have no idea. Uh, you've I, I watched the show with you. <laughs> oh, it's the show with the right. the fucking executioner guys, and it's super dark, and it's them just like talking about dumb bullshit while while they are killing people. It's I watched it with you and Scott. Like, this sounds familiar. But Twelve I do years not ago, remember what it is at all? Yeah, I don't know. I Matt Berry's yeah. in it, and he's very funny. Also. Uh, oddly enough, he also uh, does a lot of solo music that's like uh-huh. psychedelic rock, and it's not bad. It's not bad. I listened to a couple of his albums. It's pretty fun. I would, uh, I have I would not recommend listened. it if you like, uh, you know, like seventies psychedelic rock. Pretty, pretty good. He plays like every instrument. Uh, he's a really good keyboardist. Pretty good drummer. Pretty good uh, guitarist. Decent singer. Pretty fun. Tight. That's rad, dude. Mm-hmm. I love that. Hey, Britt, do you remember a few weeks ago when we met up in the park and ended up getting blackout drunk? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Barely. We, we've we not told this story yet, but I feel like it's time. Right, right. I keep on. Uh, because we keep putting it off because things right. keep happening. We keep having guests. Yeah. We keep having interesting things to talk so about so we don't come back. Things keep happening in life. So. Yeah, so we don't come back to this, but so, I, I don't want it to get lost. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell the story. So a few okay. weeks ago on a, a Sunday, three Sundays ago, I want to say something like that. Maybe three or four Sundays ago. Mm-hmm. It was a while ago, but not yeah, that long. Spencer just hit me up, and he was like, uh, hey, dude, I'm off today. Um, just hanging out. It's a nice day. You want to go, like, uh, drink beers in the park? And I'm yeah. like, it's, it's a fucking Sunday. Fucking yeah. A, dude, right? Oh, mm-hmm. It was nice, yeah. So uh, we went to the park, uh, shared a six-pack together. Not super strong beer or anything. No, nah, it was like 6%, maybe yeah, like 5.6. Nice, nice day-drinking like beer. Uh, and so after that, we uh, went to a local brew pub. Uh, and oh, I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt, yeah, but I was yeah. going to say at this point, like, I was feeling really good. Like, yeah, I, like yeah, we, we, it was three beers, but, you know, we were yeah. in the sun. And, like, and this was over was the like, course of like two hours. Yeah, so. we, weren't, we weren't just like pounding them, you know. We, we were sipping on them. And so yeah. it was like, I was feeling really good. And I was like, cool, yeah, we're going to walk over to this brewery by my house. That's gonna be chill. We can get we can sit outside. We got an amazing table, like oh, yeah. right in the sun. Like super nice, super nice. And so you know, we're just hanging out there. We have like another three beers apiece. So we're at six beers now, which is a lot. Admittedly, a lot of beers. Like I don't typically yeah. cross the four beers like threshold. Yeah. Even the three beer threshold, honestly, I don't cross often. But it was you know it was a nice day. We had been hanging out for like five hours. So yeah, it was totally. like you know it was very. Paced. And, you know, 
we really shouldn't have been more than buzzed over that period of time, but I don't think any of us really ate anything. No, we didn't and so eat anything. The next thing I actually remember <laughs> once we left <laughs> Well hold hold on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um so one of the things that you were getting me were these like alcoholic kombucha drinks or mm -hmm, something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I only remember this vaguely because you brought it up to me later. Like, I don't even remember drinking them, but like you, you got me I I, two of them, two of them. Yeah, I know. I don't <laughs> even remember because like at the, like halfway through the second one, this was, would have been my sixth drink. Halfway through the second one, I just was like, I need to go to the restroom and I'm going to vomit. And like, I just have to do that immediately. And, um, so I projectile vomited all over the the restroom. Hell yeah. As you do. I, I I then took selfies of myself in the restroom sitting on the ground covered in puke because I thought that would be funny. And yes, it is. It's very fucking funny. When you were covered in puke? Yeah, I got it all in my hair and shit. Because, you know, I, I got long hair. When you throw up, wow. like, you throw up into your hair often. Not That's, all the time. I've done that, like, once in my life. Well, you know, I'm at a rocker bottom than you, okay? <laughs> so just fucking, <laughs> just, it's cool, all right. Do, do you uh, do you think, um, yeah? Do you do you think like the rock bottom they talk about in AA is actually just uh, the rock wood fired pizza? <laughs> That, that's if you're in the rock wood fired pizza while they are playing like Christian rock really loud and you're oh. just like pounding like Michelobes, bro. Yeah, <laughs> pounding Michelob Ultras. Yeah, Michelob Ultras. Fucking just doing lines of baby laxative in the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's what you do. Uh, for the unaware, the, the rock wood fired pizza is a bullshit ass fucking normie restaurant around All here. All of their chain. shit is like... Uh, Specialty pizzas like uh, fucking uh, Bruce Springsteen's uh, East Street uh, Meatball Pistarona. Whoa, 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 whoa. And Sorry. Like Bob Seeger's Cat no. Man Dude. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, no. We, they, they Bob Seeger's all... Catfish Man Dude. <laughs> um, no, no. no, no, no Bob, Bob Seeger's Cat Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> A real cat. <laughs> Um, no, no, they, they actually have like rock and roll themed yes. food. Yes. What? Yeah. And, what? and no. drinks and drinks. No. Yes. A hundred percent. Okay. So I, I, I don't you know, believe you, this. You know what we're going to do uh, is in during statements from the bucket void, we are going to go ahead and look at that motherfucking menu. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. We can take a peek at that. Okay. That's a great idea. Um, anyways, to get back on track here, uh, I threw up all over myself in the bathroom. I took selfies of it cause I thought it was funny. Um, they are funny, by the way. I bet we can use like we we don't get to use like a a, a cov like a picture for each episode, do we? We don't get we to can. do that. We can. We should. I, okay. We could use the picture of me covered in puke. Like That'd that's, be a pretty, awesome. that's a pretty. That's a pretty good picture. I'll just put a bucket on your head. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, bucket drunk. <laughs> yeah. That's that's your dunce cap right there. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah, anyways, after I puked, I was like, we gotta, we gotta go. And, and you were like, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't remember getting, walking back to my house. So, so here's the thing. I don't remember anything up until the point where I found myself in Kirkland. And Kirkland, I had, Washington is maybe 30 miles away from here. 
Oh, no, it's like six miles away from here. It's very cl- I can walk. Really? I've walked here. Oh, okay. Well, before. yes. Okay. Well, yeah. if you go across 520, if you yeah. if you go the other way, it's You're talking about going all the way north. Yeah, of course it is if you go all the way over. Um, but yeah, it's, it, you know, it's pretty close. You can actually walk it in, you know, two or three hours. Um, sure. You could do that. And so we left it like seven or eight or something like that. And the next thing I know, it's like 11 o'clock and I'm in Kirkland and it's like later than the buses go on Sunday. And I'm in like a place in Kirkland that like the bus doesn't really drop people off at. <laughs> and I like, and I'm like, what? Cause, and I don't even know I'm in Kirkland. Cause I remember looking at my phone and like, I was like, shit, I need to get back home. And like all the buses have stopped running. Mm-hmm. So I ordered a lift somehow from Redmond, Washington to go to my house. But then like, I realized I was like within 15 minutes walking distance of my house. And so I text you and I'm like, I think I walked to Kirkland and you're like, what? And I'm like, I don't don't fucking know. (laughs) So when you texted me, I had come to, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And I was just like on my couch listening to black label society. Sick. (laughs) And I was like, Oh no, this is, I I need to eat food. (laughs) Like this is fucked. It's like 11 o'clock. I don't know how I got home. I think we smoked a joint. On the walk back to my house, and I think that's why I don't remember it. I'm pretty sure that's what we did. Cool. That's why, yeah, it got stupid. So I'm at Kirkland, and uh, I'm like, I just see this this cat on the street, and I'm drunk. I love like playing with street cats anyway. Oh yeah. I I follow this street cat to uh, this building that's got like flagpoles in it, and it looks like very official or something, like a public building. And so I'm like, oh, I can I can go on this lawn and play with this cat on this lawn. You know, yeah. It's definitely not someone's home or anything. Sure. And uh, so I play with a cat for like, I don't know, like 20 minutes, take a bunch of videos of it uh, and like send them to people. And then for some reason, delete the videos. <laughs> and then, you know, after I'm done with a cat. I, <laughs> yeah, you did do that. You yeah. sent me a video of you petting the cat. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're like, this cat rules. And you're like, the, the video is you laying on the grass, like just like spread eagle on mm-hmm. the on the grass. You're holding the camera up. So you're holding the phone up and you're like petting a cat and you're. And you've put text over the video that yeah. says this cat rules yeah. and a bunch so, of exclamation points. So I go ahead and uh, do that and for some reason delete the videos. Uh, and then <laughs> I figure out my way home. Hiding your shame. <laughs> yeah, I figure out my way home, but I don't like look for it on maps or anything. I just kind of knew where I was at because I saw like the Google buildings. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I get home and like the moment I get home, I reach in my uh, pocket for my keys and realize my keys have gone missing. Which is terrible. That fucking sucks. It, it, it really does because, you know, it costs a couple hundred dollars to replace my accurate car key and shit like that. It's like huge hassle. So the next day I wake up like really hungover at like 6 a.m. You got into your house though. I did. I you did. Hide I, I, key. I have an extra key. Um, okay. Okay. Good. But uh, so next day I get up at 6 a.m. and like I'm like, fuck, I lost my keys. So like I'm like, I think it was around Google because I do remember seeing the Google buildings and that's how I found my way home. And sure. so I go and just walk around with Google looking for like a place that has a flagpole or whatever. Can't find fucking anything for like an hour and a half. So I just go back home defeated, sleep yeah. off my hangover. I get back up as you do. And, uh, I, I like, I'm fucking fretting over this. I'm like, fuck, I really don't want to have to like get new keys and shit. So I'm like, <laughs> how can I figure out where this was? So 
I go and like find a video that I sent someone and then deleted mm-hmm. and download it to my phone. But because I sent it on like Instagram, it converted into MOV. Mm-hmm. So it lost all of the ASCIF data on it showing its location. Like the metadata. Yeah, yeah. the metadata. And so I mm-hmm. had to go and reconvert it back into its original form. And the metadata. Which was showed- like what? Like H2. Four six or what's that fucking codec? I, yeah, it was it was a weird like Apple specific codec. It's I like think. the HVEC. What, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I I reconverted it, got the XF data, put it back on my <laughs> phone, and it showed me exactly where I took the video. Amazing. And so yeah, it was awesome. Great detective work, Brit. But hell yeah, uh, uh, so, thanks for saying my line for me. What? Oh, oh you're welcome. Um, <laughs> so I go to this place. And as I'm walking up to it, I realize why it looked so much like a public building. Why? Tell me. Because it's the Kirkland mayor's house. (laughs) And they have several flagpoles. Exactly. Several flagpoles out front. Um, Now I know the mayor uh, through through (laughs) a job I used to do. And uh, she was sitting there on the porch. It was a really nice day out. And so she's just kind of sitting on the porch having a glass of lemonade, and I come walking up the Wait, stairs. Wait, really? Like, she's drinking actual lemonade? I think so. It was, it was something like, it was either that or like a cocktail or something. Maybe a margarita. I'm not, I'm not 100% Tight. sure what it was. But it looked lemonade-ish. Um, and uh, I was like, hey, listen, um, I was wandering around last night, and uh, I, your cat was like out on the street, so I started playing with your cat here, and uh, I think I might have lost my keys on your lawn. And she's like, uh, I don't. I don't have a cat. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, I was playing with a cat on this lawn. Would you mind if I check? And she's like, yeah, go for it. So Amazing. I just like walk one step on the lawn and sitting right there are my keys and a giant vape pen. Yes. And I like, I pretty much just like pick it up and I'm like, oh, there they are. Thanks. Bye. And just like run away. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's all you can do at yeah, that point. Like what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. That was amazing. That's that's amazing. What what a time. Yeah. Indeed. Like what a fucking time. I how did that even I don't know. We uh went on an adventure. I was I was wanting to go on an adventure. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it would take the turns that it a did. A little bit more than you bargained for, I believe. Certainly, yeah, yeah. You finding your keys though—that's some like Lord of the Rings shit. Yeah, no, that was a yeah. relief. I like. It was one of those days where you wake up and you're like, "I will never drink again." Yeah, and no, then like by that, the that was by how the I end of the day, too. you're like, "I deserve a drink." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I did. I, I uh, did a good job. Yeah, no, that was uh, quite an adventure. Quite a time. It definitely put me off of drinking for a, a few days after that. I was for like, sure. dude, I got to like take a break here. Mm-hmm. It was just interesting to me how it spiraled out of control and uh, was pretty fun. I really like this. The part about the exit data. That's uh, truly fun. Truly funny. And <laughs> truly amazing. Dude, it was an absolute good, nightmare. Good job. Thank I, you. No, like I was just like racking my brain like how the fuck do i do this and like everything worked out and i'm like i i felt like hacker man you know yeah uh, <laughs> definitely uh you're definitely a bucket hacker mm-hmm. oh yeah indeed i hacked the planet dog you hacked the bucket i did hack the bucket that's the name of the episode it might be it might yeah. have to be <laughs> uh brit spencer i was wondering if you would be so kind 
has to hit us with a bucket fact. I would love to. Bucket fact, 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 bucket fact. Today we are going to talk about one of Buckethead's very longtime collaborators, probably his longest collaborator, unless you uh, consider uh, Bill Laswell or maybe Pinchface from um, the uh, the Deli Creeps. Okay. Is it P-Sticks? We're talking about P-Sticks no, again? No, Today, we're going to talk about bassist extraordinaire, maybe the greatest living god of funk. Oh, my gosh. Bootsy motherfucking Collins, baby. Oh, man. You know. Oh, we Bootsy's love such a, a Bootsy. Bootsy's such a king. Oh, like, so. Mm. Mm-hmm. Born mm-hmm. in 1951 in Cincinnati, Ohio, he said that his mother named him Bootsy. I asked her why, he explained to a journalist. And she just said, because you looked like a Bootsy and left it at that. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Mm, he, he is definitely, he is the Bootsy. Truly. At age 16, Bootsy, along with his guitarist brother Catfish and a couple other yes. friends, formed a funk band called The Pacemakers. Uh, a couple years later, after his band quit as part of a pay dispute, uh, soul legend James Brown hired Bootsy at 18 years old. Holy fuck. And his entire band is his rhythm section. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. They were known as the JBs, and they only played with James Brown for 11 months. But within that year, um, they released some of Brown's most iconic songs, including Sex Machine, Superbad, and Soul Power. Wow. That's <sighs> really impressive. Mm-hmm. After this uh, brief stint with, um, with James Brown, Bootsy embarked on a very long collaboration with George Clinton and Parliament which is probably what he's best known for. Probably. Bootsy and Bucket had first started collaborating in 1992 with Bill Laswell's Praxis. Although he is a very seasoned and uh, virtuoso bassist himself, Laswell decided to take a more production and keyboard-centric role for the band in order to let all of the individual virtuoso, uh, virtuoso musicians shine. Since the two have collaborated on multiple projects, with Bootsy appearing often on Buckethead's releases and Bucket appearing on Bootsy's just as frequently. The pair's most recent full album collaboration together was on Science Faction's 2008 album, Living in Another Frequency, along with another Buckethead regular, uh, Brian Brain Mantia. Nice. And their most recent collaboration was a cover of Monster Mash they did together, released in 2019. Wow, I haven't heard that. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. In a review for Electric Tears, Bootsy Collins stated that Buckethead is his best friend. And I think that is just mother fucking lovely. Bucket fact! Wow, what a bucket fact. Wow, you love to see it. I, I'm blown away every day. I just, so I just good. love Bootsy Collins. I fucking love Bootsy Collins, too. Parliament is truly fantastic. They're some of the most influential and iconic American music ever made. Agreed. I, I'd say they're some of the most uniquely American music to ever exist. Like Extremely American. Mm-hmm. I, For sure. I love the shit. I mean, yeah, I've, I've been listening to Parliament since I was like 13 years old. I love That fucking- is true. When I met you and you were... 16 or 17 when mm-hmm. I met you? Probably 16, actually, because I was 15, so you would have been 16. Yeah. 
<clears throat> when I met you, yeah, you were like, yeah, Parliament Funkadelic. Hell yeah, dude. And like, you're all about it. Dude, they're fucking amazing. Yeah. They're, they're just one of the best. One yeah. of the best. Love to see it. We listen to three more pikes this week. Pike 127, 128, and 129. Mm-hmm. Paint to the tile, tucked into dreams, and forever lake, respectively. Nice. Pike 127, Paint to the Tile, released on April 12th, 2015, just three days after the previous Pike Tourist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like this one. It was, yeah. uh, it was, I mean, it didn't, it didn't stand out. No, all, really. no, but like uh, upon like looking back at it mm-hmm. after listening to the other two pikes this week, I feel like it stands out more. Really interesting. I, I kind of feel the opposite <laughs> way, um, mostly because I thought the production on this album was not great. I did notice a little bit, um, I don't know. I, I noticed a little bit more inconsistency in like the drum mix yes, and the, whatnot. The, the drum mix and also like everything was pretty compressed for most of the songs. There was a couple that To me it sounded it sounded almost uncompressed. Not not uncompressed, but it sounded like it was it wasn't the kind of compression I like when it comes to, to you know, yeah, like a final mix. The, and the dynamics were I mean, it was very squeezed. Like mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a cool like scooped compression or anything like that. Everything just sounded a little bit squeezed. He scoop a compression. Uh, I'm gonna turn down the mids. Compress, <laughs> compress. Ah, like yes. a multi-band compression. Ah, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, really, 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 really clamp down on those low mids. Yeah, yeah, take those motherfuckers yeah. out. Yeah, I, cut them, cut them. I, I always do a cut at like mm, scoop the mids, baby. Like it's six, okay. Six hundred hertz. Fucking uh, I just fuck six hundred hertz. Bro. I just yo, I, I'm I'm a big hater when it comes to guitars and like uh. bass specifically. But like guitars too, like that three hundred to four hundred hertz range is just some dog shit motherfucking bullshit. You know what else? A lot of producers don't take out of the guitars that they really should. Mm. Is like anything over like nine thousand hertz. Sure, I mean I think a high cut on guitars is really important mm-hmm. for Especially sure. Especially for rhythm I, I, guitar. So rhythm guitar, when, you shouldn't do for it like that. my distorted guitars. I always cut. I always do like low cut at around like. I don't know, 80 hertz, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I do another cut at around, like, that three to 500 hertz range, like, usually, like, a pretty wide cut there. Mm-hmm. Um, not not super deep, just wide, you know? And then I do, like, a high cut at, I don't know, somewhere. I can't think off the top of my head. But I do a high cut, too. It's yeah. nice. I like to roll down to right around, like, 10,000, 9,000, somewhere in there. Yeah. That's, just, like, that's cut off those those go. ultra highs because you, you don't need them. You look no. at, you look at the, the actual signal itself, and there's nothing even there. So just yeah. cut it out. Like, and you don't, if it is you don't there, it. it's going to be weird hisses and shit like that. <clears throat> yeah, and you like, don't want that distortions you don't yeah. not want. And, like, uh, yeah. a big thing that makes metal mixes sound not heavy is just way too much high end on the guitar. I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Also, that like, not, not so, like, also. here's the, <clears throat> okay, we're getting real here for a second, okay? Welcome to the real zone. This is the real zone. You know what? When you listen to a heavy metal album, like a death metal album, mm-hmm. you know, a slam album, something fucking heavy, you know what that shit is? All that heaviness? All the heaviness. It's bass. Yep. None of the heaviness yep. is guitars. Every little bit of it. Every bass. single amount of heaviness is the bass. The only thing that even appears, like, in treble that... Um, adds heaviness is like well-triggered bass drums 
That's important because you, mm-hmm. you got to be able to hear those kicks, yeah, you know, especially yeah. in those ex- more extreme genres. But mm-hmm. like as, in terms of like the actual low frequencies, like the guitar is there to add color to some frequencies pretty a, a lot higher uh, than the actual like heaviness that you're feeling. You know, the bass is there to fill out that low end and you got to have it. And in um, in the case of suffocation, the guitars actually add real color to the band as well. This fucking <laughs> uh, anyways, Pike 127, paint to the tile. Uh, I like yeah. to imagine he titled this album this because he was like painting his bathroom and was like, yeah, yeah, paint to the tile. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I can't imagine. I I have a hard time imagining Buckethead doing like really handy stuff at I home. I feel like he's a pretty DIY centric dude. Like Yeah, but do you, you think know? he like wears the mask and everything? I don't no. Know. Like he just like ties his hair back and like, mm-hmm. you know, puts so, on so some... he doesn't puke all over himself. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike me. Uh yes, was smart enough to think of that. At least I was smart enough to take pictures of myself covered in vomit, okay, Britt? Like Yeah, that's that's the intelligent move, Spencer. You know, I've made, um, I was going to say I've made a fortune, but I've made no money at all. In fact, I feel like I'm at a deficit at this point, but I've made a name for myself in dumb idiot bullshit, okay? And let me tell you, those dumb idiot bullshit senses, they like, they go into action when you're drunk, when you're high. That's that's how you channel that shitty dumbassery. Shitty dumbassery. Good, (laughs) Good thing to channel. Um... Paint to the tile, not the greatest production. Decent but, songwriting. But, like, yeah, decent songwriting. Like, it starts off with, like, melodic guitar rock, which is, like, I feel like is iconic Buckethead for me. Mm-hmm. Like, when I think of Buckethead, I think of, like, Electric Tears-esque stuff, and I also think of, like, melodic guitar rock. Right. You know, and, and like, that isn't to say he doesn't have more facets to his sound, but, like, when I think of him, I think of that. Yeah. And this started off like that, but... It takes a change. Like, it actually changes. Um, I feel like the, the song Shell, right in the middle, is where it goes into, like, he starts playing with dis, uh, with uh, dissonance in some pretty interesting ways, Yeah. Um, which that's a really cool song. That's probably my my favorite single song. That was, that was song. the best song on this album. It started out with a really cool tapping pattern, too. And the drums totally. were just, like, better than... They just sounded better than the rest of the album. Yeah, so like Shell, I think is my favorite overall song of this week, but this is not my favorite overall Pike. Yeah, yeah, this uh, I I'd, I'd agree with that. Shell definitely stood out, um, but all five tracks together, it felt like a cohesive Buckethead album. Just yeah, like, I would say above average. I, I think. would say exactly average, honestly. Like this is what I yeah. expect. Well, this yeah, is the okay. kind of yeah. bike I listen to when I'm not like disappointed, but I'm not, you know, excited. Yeah, totally. Like I, I it was a it was a really solid record. Like the the crazy part about this one is like an album like this, I feel like if he hadn't made like almost 300 albums, for example. You know what I mean? Like, if this was just an album, if he, let's say if he put out one album a year and he put this album out, mm-hmm. I feel like people would have liked it. Like, yeah. I, I don't feel like there's a, a lot negative that you can say about it, but I also don't feel like in the context of the insane art musical, I, I'm going to call this outsider art project that he's doing, mm-hmm. uh, I don't feel like it's it stands out, you know? Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. Not great. Right in the middle. Yeah, uh, it didn't stand out. Not terrible. Straightforward rocker. 
I'd say yeah. it would be a good soundtrack to like a live special effects stage show. Kind of okay. like the uh, Indiana Jones one they had at uh, MGM Studios in Disney World. Wow, that's a reference I don't understand, but that's okay. And mm. I would agree. I would say like uh, this or like fountain music, like when they're doing the fountain shows, like that's a thing. Like This would fit for that as well. Um, that said, listen to Shell if you can. That song is cool. Um, and it's... It's a, it's a cool little individual piece. Like, very rarely will I call out, like, specific parts of Pikes. I'll just say, like, oh, I'll just listen to the Pike. But this one, I feel like there's enough of a, I don't know, there's enough of a, of a distinction between that song and the rest of the record that, like, that's the part you should listen to. Fair. Pike 128. Wow, look at that. We're just cruising along. Tucked Into Dreams, released on April 19th, 2015. Just uh, seven days, one week after Paint to the Tile. Most mellow Pike this week. Yeah, I I honestly, I liked this one by far the most. Um, this one has a different feel to it. Um, especially the, the first two songs really set it apart from a lot of Buckethead's material. Mm-hmm. And like the first song especially, he uses a guitar tone that we have not heard him use so far. It sounds yeah, like a yeah. Telecaster with a ton of delay on it, and he never has anything that really sounds single coil, much less that like you know picky and delayed. Yeah, there's there's a he plays with effects a lot in this mm-hmm. one, particularly delay. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's a very mellow album. It is essentially a post rock record. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and it's uh it's fun. Uh, I I enjoyed listening to it. I thought it was like one of the better mellow ones because it's like so here's the thing. Here's the thing with Buckethead mellow records. Like sometimes mm-hmm. he really plays into like the sappy like melodramatic kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is not that. Like this is very much in the respect of like it's it's very melodic and it's very mellow, but mm-hmm. it's not trying really hard to be sad or anything no. like that. It's just it's just a an atmosphere piece, right? And there was a there was one song in particular I thought on here, uh, track three, Gills, uh, that sounded like a grunge instrumental. Like it it would have easily if it had like Kurt Cobain singing on it, it would have fit just fine on like a Nirvana album for the most part. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that that's a common thing theme among this one and the next Pike. Actually, yeah. like there's there's a bit of a, like a, an edge to some of the songs. Mm. Where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And this uh, th- this definitely, uh, more so than the next one we listened to, I think had more of a kind of like a full band feel to it. Like it it felt like this was just like a four-piece post-rock band like jamming out for the most part. Yeah, totally. Which was pretty cool. Um, I liked well, I mean, there's there's a little bit of like 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 synths in the background and stuff. There's some pad there, sounds. There are, but not nearly as much as the next album. Like the for next sure. album has synth pads over the entire thing. So, um, yeah, yeah, I like this one. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, post rocky, pretty melancholy, pretty beautiful. Um, so speaking of post rocky, mm-hmm. like, um, you ever listen to that band? This will destroy you. Yeah, that's a pretty all right band. I, I've seen them play a couple of times. The last time I saw them play was probably I think it was like end of 2019 or early 2020. It was like right before COVID stuff started popping off, and mm-hmm. I went and saw them with this girl I was seeing at the time, and. Uh, we went and got ramen afterwards, which was sick. But mm-hmm. at the show specifically, um, there was one... Okay, here's the thing. Like, 
Look, I, I get it if you want to use some pedals, right? Like, pedals are cool. That's a way of getting mm-hmm. a sound. You know, there's yeah. a lot of different ways of getting a sound. You know, you can do use a computer. You can use one of those, like, little computers in a box, like the Kempers and all that shit. Um, or you can use pedals and boutique amps and all that shit. What, whatever way you do it, it's chill. You know, it's like, it's cool that there's a lot of options to do it. Mm-hmm. But I do have a pet peeve. And that is that if you're going to use pedals, fucking, like get your shit together okay and the main guitar player for this will destroy you right uh he had maybe like mm, five or five or six pedals that he was running his guitar into and then into his amp he had them just chilling on the stage all connected with different cables uh some plugged into power some running off of battery love it uh, just like they weren't connected to anything. They were literally just laying on the seat. He was sitting on a stool in front of them. And at one point during the show, this was maybe like three quarters through the show, uh, like his guitar cut out. And like he spent literally almost 20 minutes trying to figure out which pedal was having a problem, why it was having a problem, how he could bypass the pedal and make his guitar work again. Uh. And so it was just the rest of the band playing and they were like holding it together pretty professionally, but still, like it was so cringe and it was so lame. And I was like, dude, you could have avoided all of this if you just put that shit on a fucking pedal board, mm-hmm. plugged all that shit in, had it just ready to go. Like because you're not prepared, your audience is suffering. Like, there, and I'm ashamed of you. <laughs> there's no reason. Like uh, a nine spot with the extender is like thirty bucks. Like there's no reason. Anyone who has pedals should not have one. I know, but also, like, if you're in a fucking headlining touring band, like, you're yeah. headlining small clubs, like, you should be more prepared than that. Like, I, I look, I, I'm saying part a lot of this from a place of jest. Like, I'm not hating too hard. Like, I get it. Shit happens. Uh, whatever. Yeah. But in- infinite jest. <laughs> fuck off. We're not talking about Faggot. infinite jest today. <laughs> um, so. I'm not hating too much. Like, I, I get it. Shit how about, happens. How about more like in faggot jest? Oh, my God. You better <laughs> cut this out of the podcast. Uh, I can say it. You're not allowed to. And I'm not trying to. Um, but, like, dude, at a certain point, it's like, what are you doing? And so, like, the girl that I was hanging out with, like, I had spent a bunch of time earlier that day, like, talking shit about pedals. And then, like, that happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. Ha, ha, ha. Pedals are bad. And then I spent the next four months learning how to build and design guitar pedals. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, this one was a really nice uh, post-rocker. Um, yeah. Pretty sleepy. And uh, seeing as how it's... Uh, called tucked into dreams i think this is the album that should come on the speakers half an hour before the park closes up for the night to let everyone know it's time to go wow well that's well thought of i was just thinking about like sleeping and stuff i was like where's there a place you could sleep like no fucking place has a place you can sleep yeah, not, not, not a park no nah, that's not gonna happen yeah like I mean, so a it was, public park yeah, yes. yeah 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 hard to hard to to place you know as a yeah. result of that yeah pike 129 forever lake Released on April 21st, 2015, just two days after Tucked Into Dreams. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think I like this one the most of the yeah, Pikes this yeah, week. I think, I think I like the last one the most. This one was really nice, though. It uh, it had a very consistent atmosphere to it. Uh, this We're talking about the last one. Yeah. I'm confused. 
I said the 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 previous one, the last. Oh, one. the last one. The prior, Sorry, I the thought you meant the last album. of the Pikes. We listened to this. Cut all that out. Um, <laughs> no, I'm gonna let everyone know how dumb you are and how okay. you don't understand language. Yeah, um, that, that is true. I'm illiterate. Uh, <laughs> only when speaking. <laughs> um, so, Forever Lake. Uh, it is just three long tracks. Um, the it, second one being the longest at a little over 17 minutes. Also the second track being the best track. Yeah, I would agree actually. Yeah. You know what? I, I, um, I did like, um, what was it? Shell off of paint to the tile mm-hmm. a lot, but I'd say actually wooden horses. The second track yeah. off of Pike 129 forever Lake was probably my favorite track this week. It's basically an ISIS song. Yeah. And it's, it's the longest track this week too. Yeah. Uh, like an ISIS song. Yeah. It's no, for like, real. That's that's what I mean. Like it has that similar kind of vibe in that it's like dark post rock. It's like got a post rock feel, but it's not like super sad or super melancholy. It's mm-hmm. like it's got a dark post rock feel, and then it builds to like some actual distorted guitar, not like it over like overdrive guitar. guitar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, not it, super distorted. It's kind of like, just like gainy guitar. It's yeah, not, it's yeah. not even like distorted or overdriven intentionally. It's just like really pretty saturated guitar. Yeah, and it's cool how it mm. builds up to that and it's got a really satisfying like it, it starts, it builds and then there's a mm. climax and then it fades and it's like it's a very well-structured song I yeah. thought. And I'd say besides the structure of the second song, uh where this album really shines is it's got a really good production. It sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guitars in particular yes. sound really the good guitars, on this one. Yeah. Uh, are almost entirely clean, uh, except for that second track. It, it definitely builds on gain a bit to some heavier parts, but like for the most part, um, I'd say like 80, 90% of the guitars on this album are just clean electric guitar. Yeah. But they, but they have a, like a, a defined space mm-hmm. in the, in the mix and yes. like, they sound really good. Mm-hmm. And because of, because Buckethead's playing on this album specifically is, is primarily based around like riffs and like, structures and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. like it's not i mean there's like leads and stuff but it's not super i don't know it, it's it's basically he's structuring it all around these riffs and mm-hmm. because the guitar sounds so good it sells the riffs really well and yeah and fun. it was it was a good album the only thing i think i really hoped for when listening to it that never really came was um more dynamic bass lines more melodic and harmonic mm-hmm. bass lines you know the mm-hmm. bass most of the time was just playing like uh quarter notes or eighth notes on the root. That's about it, which is, you know, yeah. fine. It's, you know, thing Buckethead does, but it doesn't really hold my attention because I like cool bass. Sure. Yeah, no, I, <clears throat> I feel that. And it, we always, we always call it out when there is like exceptional bass mm-hmm. on the record, you know, no, none and of this is, three albums. Yeah. Really not, not a lot of super interesting bass, but yeah. it does the job. The yeah. atmosphere is still there. And I liked the atmosphere quite a bit. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, Speaking of atmosphere, mm-hmm. um, ambient shows. Have you ever been to an ambient show? Mm, yeah, I man, I was going to like noise shows in Alaska when I still lived there. Oh yeah, I mean, like we've all been to a noise show. Oh yeah, in cool. into each life, a noise show must but, fall. Uh, I remember a really interesting like ambient noise show I went to in Alaska, and some. Some uh, cafe in Wasilla. I want to say the the band's name was Magic Dragons or something like that. Okay. And uh, like their thing was like they did like all electronic stuff, but uh, one of their instruments was a 
theremin that worked off of like body electricity, basically. Okay. And so if you like held the theremin, it would make a certain tone based on like, like the heat and electricity of your body. And then if someone else touched you, the tone would change. Nice. Yeah. It was super interesting. And so with that, they like made it was super interactive and they had like all the audience like touching each other and shit like that. And it was, it was something that could never happen post COVID. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. I was going to say like, that sounds not in agreement with our new normal here. No, not at all. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I, yeah, I haven't gone to a ton of like just atmospheric music shows unless you're talking. Yeah, not, not really. I, I wouldn't saw, have you ever listened to Finesse? No. Finez is like a, I think he's Austrian or something. Uh, he's like a noise guy, uh, but like an, he leans more into like the ambient. He's like, he's often spoken of in the same breath as like a William Basinski. Okay. He's like, he's one of those guys. Yeah. Um, a William Basinski, a Tim Hecker, if you will. Yes. You know, that kind of scene. Um, he he's pretty big. Uh, it's F E N N E S Z. That was actually the last show I went to before COVID was a Finesse show. Hmm. Um, and it was funny because like he, oh he, I think he's Italian. Maybe maybe he's Italian. I remember he came from Italy to play the show, and I was and Italy was like exploding with coronavirus right at that time. Sick. And I was like, and I and I shook his hand after the show, and I was like, what? The, I wonder if I'm gonna get COVID from Finesse. And I was like, that would be at least a funny story. Uh, I didn't, thankfully. Uh, but yeah, that was the last show I went to before COVID, and it was um, it was a fun time. There, there was a dude. There was this noise dude. Like you, so you can always pick out the noise noisers, like the noise head guys. Like you can always pick them out in a crowd because like there was a lot of normies at this show because it, like he's one of the bigger kind of you know ambient noise guys. Mm-hmm. But there were definitely guys there where you're like that guy's a noise head. So let me describe to you the 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 like. Uh, the alpha noise head, as as I will describe him. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> um, so he was wearing every out everything he was wearing was pink. Okay. Um, he was wearing like pink. They looked like jeans or like cargo pants or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, he was wearing a pink beanie uh-huh. and he was wearing a pink leather jacket. The pink cool. the pink leather jacket had a giant uh, patch with. Um, the pink panther sewn into the back of it. He was also wearing a pink hoodie underneath. He had long hair and looked to be about 38 to 43 years old. So you're saying he was 22. <laughs> uh, he like started, he, like he, I, I saw him instantly when I got there because I was like, oh, this fucking guy, like this guy's here for the noise because he looked like dirty, like his clothes were dirty, mm-hmm. like he was definitely like a noise guy. He was just and he was also cold beans out of a can. <laughs> that is a thing noise guys do. But no, no, he was drinking the cheapest beer they had at the venue. Oh, I bet. Um, and like he drank a bunch of them too because I was watching him. I kept looking at him because like this guy is just like looking so crazy. And then as soon as Finesse started, he like he didn't care about the opening artist, but as as soon as Finesse started playing, he went right up to the front of the stage, like right in front of the stage and stood directly in front of the speaker, put his hoodie over his head. So he put the hood over his head and then he just like stood there with like a, a like a can of like rolling rock tall boy and then just like just basically headbanged 
into the speaker and drank his Rolling Rock. No earplugs, nothing, right in front of the speaker. The entire show did not move, except to get refills on beer. Dude, you know that dude is the dankest smegma of all time. The dude doesn't trim his pubes. He doesn't care. Like no. he's beyond shit like that. No, he's he's got like a community garden growing in a smegma. Hell yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah. That uh, that dude mm-hmm. at this point he has a wheel of dick cheese. <laughs> Jesus Christ! At this point, his dick cheese is hard like Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, I I really liked Forever Lake. I um, did too. It was probably my favorite. Bike this I, I week. You should be, listen to it. I think it'd be great cafe music or maybe like a bistro. I was gonna say, uh, because because of the name and because of the the vibe, I would say mm-hmm. like um if they had any like gardens, mm-hmm. like this would be a good garden music as well. I know we've already yeah. talked about garden music before, but like I think this would be a good music for like a botanical garden type exhibit. Okay. I feel it. Yeah. Cool. Um Hey, Britt. Hey, Spencer. Um, I'm going to take you on a journey. Yeah, where are we going, dude? Into the bucket void. Statements from the bucket void. Bucket void. Oh, my God. Wow. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're in the place that I want you to be. Um, so this, oh, now this week, a lot of comments on these pikes, yeah, there a were. Lo- but mm-hmm. a lot of positivity, I gotta say, like, that's a, good. not a lot of negativity. I mean, well, that's not good for us. We thrive on negativity. Oh, we do. As that's... being filthy, dirty, degenerate bastards. So we thrive on filth and negativity. Um, and not a lot of that to be found here. So all podcasters are bastards. <laughs> APAB. Agreed. Yes. Uh, APCOB. All casters are bastards? That were ACAB. APC. APCAB. Personal computer. All personal computers are bastards. I agree with this. Yes. I Except I, for I, Linux. Linux. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Linux ain't a bastard. Linus Torvalds, uh, King of Booty Calls. Hell yeah. That dude fucks. Yeah, he fucks. Um, Scooby Stacks. Four years ago, mm-hmm. says, holy mother, no words. Well, that's four words for your baby. That's true. So I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I don't like that. I don't like when people say no words, because if you're saying no words, that means those are words. Yeah, those are like, two words. Like saying I'm speechless. I'm like, that counts as speech. Yeah. It's like somebody says that to me. I'm like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Like you just said you weren't. Yeah, you know, Dumbass. The, the only way to properly say I'm speechless is like, <laughs> yeah, just scream just, ominously and then into the night. Be like, wait, are you speechless? And you're like, Aah. yeah, <laughs> you you lack of speech. Yes, totally, totally. I don't remember which Pike this was from. I'm sorry. That's that part's hard to, to take down here. I think this was for Pike. Uh, this is the first Pike that we listened to this week. Pike 127. Mm-hmm. Paint of the tile. <clears throat> YouTube user Eduardo Pavez says eight months ago, the end of this song feels like a coitus interruptus. The solo was shaking my heart on emotions and then fades away 
like every 80s song. Yeah, that was interesting how there was like a fadeaway in one of these songs, which yeah. usually doesn't happen in, unless it's the very last song in the album. Um, But Coitus Interruptus? Yeah, <laughs> like, that, come on. Is that, is Who that, says that? I mean, what is that? Is that like being interrupted while fucking? Well, well, a penis specifically fucking a vagina, yes. Yeah, so Interruptus? What, what does that mean? Uh, Like mm, somebody being like, hey, what are you doing? And you're like... I'm a fucking man. What do you what do you think I'm doing? Hey old man, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just eating a bag of Doritos. <laughs> Dude, I coitus interrupt this, man. Like, come on, what are we doing? It's I don't know. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, Jim Biznet says I'm like Jim Brewer. <laughs> Jim Brewer says, Sweet Bucket Jams. Uh, yep, Sweet Home Alabama, Sweet Bucket Jams. Sweet Home Bucket Jams. Do you think, uh, what do you think they're sweetened with? I imagine uh, honey. The Bucket Jams? Yeah. Bucket Jams are just cane sugar, bruh. Uh, or the, uh, you know those fake honey packets that they have at uh, KFC? They're just oh, yeah. all high fructose corn syrup. Do I those. know them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's those, are you... de- those are amazing. They're delicious. Yeah, that's all. It's I... just corn syrup and artificial flavor. Hell yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Best, best human take on honey I've seen. Um, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who needs bees? Fuck bees. <laughs> I'll pollinate the flowers myself. I'll just go come on the flowers. Yeah, totally. Yeah, That's you, how you pollinate flowers. You're, you're, you're a pollinator. I, when I think of Brit, when I think of Brit Straw, I think pollinator. Yeah. hundred percent. You know what? That's how, thank you. I, that's how I like to think of myself. Like, <laughs> that's, that's how you want to go down. I'm the guy who jerks off at the community garden. I am Hell yeah. Pollinating everywhere. That's, that's fantastic. I love that. Um, Augusto Figuera says six years ago, life isn't long enough to listen all BH songs. That's one of the best things of life. Awkward sentence, but Nostra dumbass. Great, great username. Uh, <laughs> Nostra dumbass says two years ago in response. So four years later, response. 162 hours, 55 minutes, and 11 seconds. Presumably that's the length of Buckethead's discography at that point in time, two years ago. That, that sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, uh, which I, I like that. I like that this dude... Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. Okay, firstly, I like that this dude, four years later, was like, I gotta figure out how long Buckethead's discography is. Mm-hmm. Did it. And then just like didn't add any further commentary just is like the length of the discography you know right here yeah here you go definitely uh bucket spectrum behavior <laughs> on the bucket spectrum jesus okay uh <laughs> paradise dunes dd o'day says one year ago calling out an old friend what's up p sticks Hell yeah! What is up, P Sticks? What is what's up, P Sticks? P especially since uh, Buckethead's not touring. What do you think P Sticks is up to these days? Probably making album art for the fucking billion pikes we're gonna get next yeah, year. Probably stuffing uh, some like reusable chopsticks into his urethra. Yeah, probably just what? experimenting with various uh, you know objects. Yeah. What do you th- what do you what do you imagine is like the small the the most uncomfortable object that could fit in your urethra? 
The most uncomfortable or least uncomfortable? The most uncomfortable. What? Like something that is too big. No, no, they, no. They, that, that could still fit in there. They could still fit. Like, the like mo- something uh, that, that comfortably fits in your urethra, but uh-huh. is still very uncomfortable. Uh, I'll, I'll probably like a, a, an iPhone lightning cable with like the head cut off. <laughs> oh, that's true. I was I was actually going to say like uh, oil dipstick for your car. <laughs> sound comfortable at all those things are wide as fuck how wide's your goddamn urethra bro that's for the next podcast we do right, Spencer. <laughs> that's that's for my urethra cast oh no <laughs> uh <laughs> my, my, my potty cast jesus christ uh okay so i i've i've seen a return in a behavior i've described before yeah. which is the mess. So the the YouTube comment that is left as though it is a message to Buckethead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I saw a few of these this week. I'm only going to call out one of them, mm-hmm. and this is from YouTube user RM Redfeather three years ago, who says, "Quote: Had the best dream last night because you were in it, filled with very meaningful interaction. Hope it comes true. Wish to share some time and space tangibly." Okay. <laughs> Let's just skip that one. That's creepy. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's weird. There's a bunch of weird comments this week. Yeah. Um, WW2 Restorations says four years ago, like fresh, cool ocean air filling my lungs. And this is for uh, Pike uh, 128, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pale Hill, which is a song. Yep. On that record. Fills my ears and mind soothes my tortured soul so it's that last part that gets me like no. this dude's tortured like how is he tortured bro do you think anyone leaving comments on buckethead pipes <laughs> is not tortured spencer <laughs> this this podcast that's a good point is our own form of like self-imposed purgatory i agreed yes so that, that is true I, it is it, it is inescapable I mean, as is the suffering of existence and these people are out there going it alone that's true well they're going it with us that's true that's you know true. we're we are, we're there for them mm-hmm, in a way holding their hand as we walk into the darkness and I, that that's sweet. I like that. Speaking of walking into darkness, mm-hmm. YouTube user Maysam Kadimi says six years ago, quote, Buckethead is my cry. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that too. Um, interesting. <laughs> interesting situation here with Paul Burroughs. Five months ago, so mm-hmm. it's pretty recent, says, quote, I'm the same height as Buckethead. The same age, the same birth month, the same heart condition, but he kicks my ass on guitar. He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, how likely? How likely do we think that is? Gosh, a uh, dude who's six six, born in the same month Buckethead is already pretty unlikely. Yeah. Um. Heart condition, that's pretty likely. Yeah. Uh, him sucking at guitar compared to Buckethead, that's yes. the most likely part. Th- that, of that is story. the most likely that's part. The only yeah, thing yeah. I actually that's that's the part we know is true, oh. for sure. Like, oh. there's no way that part isn't true. Mm. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, I love it when these folks show up in YouTube comment 
sections, and that's why I'm 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 bringing it up here. But on one of the songs for I think it was Pike One Twenty Nine. So like sometimes the the and this is something that I really like actually. Shout out to both YouTube users Pully Pully Eight and uh, Humano Being Sixty Nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, those are the dudes who generally post the pikes on YouTube. Uh, as of Pike, you know, around a hundred or so, they've started. Not only posting the whole pike, but posting like standout songs as separate posts. Yes, yeah. Uh, which is great for me because it jumps drums up a lot more YouTube comments. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also great because it like it, sh- it gives a shout out to some of the more standout songs, which is pretty sick. Yeah. Um, so shout out to those dudes for doing that. But anyways, on one of those for the last pike we listened to, Pike One Twenty Nine, uh, Forever Lake, Brit O says four years ago. Edited. Oh. The earth is flat. Ice walls surround us. Dropping knowledge bombs. Interesting flat. I didn't expect to see any flat earthers. On <laughs> yeah. No. So, like, okay. Bucket I'm, I'm actually really excited about this for a number of reasons. Uh-huh. Firstly, do you think, and I'm going to ask the Buckethead subreddit about this, but do you think there are there are uh, slunks, buckethead fans who uh, are also flat Earth believers. I'm, there, there has to be. There ha- I think there's some crossover. I don't think it's the majority. No, it's definitely not the majority. Definitely not. There's no, no way. But I think, I bet it's the sort of community you know where like politics and stuff and conspiracies and stuff like that don't generally get brought up. No. It, it's it's ju- it's almost always just about like music and positivity and like being nice, which is honestly like it's one of the more wholesome communities on the internet. I think, yeah, and yeah. it's like generally like cool and rad. And I have nothing negative to say about it. I I'm just saying like as a result of like things like politics not being a big part of Buckethead's music or Buckethead's fandom. I think that we have probably a pretty wide spectrum of political beliefs uh, within that community. And mm-hmm. I, I think that with that said, there's, like you said, a likelihood there's some some flat earth boys in there. And That's I say cool. boys because they're definitely men. Yeah. I mean, some women listen to Buckethead, just not many. And I imagine the ones that do aren't fucking doofus asses. <laughs> flat there, there, always, there always could be. You never know. You never know. That that is true, um, but I I don't think this person is necessarily a Buckethead fan. You mm-hmm. know, they're probably just trying to spread their message. But if they are a Buckethead fan, amazing! Hell yeah, spread that flat Earth good news. Spread it. <laughs> uh, you love to see it. And now we have we have we have two statements here from Jordan Vine, mm-hmm. and I feel like. These two statements represent the both the duality of man and the duality of our favorite YouTube commenter Jordan Vine. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, because, what about the planetary duality? Yes, the the faceless is two thousand seven album planetary duality Correct. of the YouTube comment sphere. Yes, um, in that we have the opposite ends of a very large spectrum here. Um, so Jordan Vine enters. Uh, our commentary pretty early and he says quote three years ago the best guitarist I have ever 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 heard in my entire fucking life no other guitarist beats Buckethead no way no one 
Jordan Biden 69, bro. But then, enters again in a different way. Three years ago, Jordan Vine, quote, dreamy, lovely, wonderful, exquisite, and deliciously beautiful. Wow, Look, that was that was really subdued for a I know. I know. Can you believe it? No. I know. It's really, it's a very strange. And Did his caps lock key break? Or? Well, so I lied. There's a third comment oh, from Jordan no. Vine. Oh, no. Okay. He left a comment on all three pikes this week. I love that. Um, Pike 129. Mm-hmm. Three years ago, Jordan Vine says, quote, By the way, this is beautiful and magnificent. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan Vine. I always love to hear from you. You, you really do. Um, I tried to find some other interesting stuff for us to, uh, <laughs> to talk about. The only, the only thing somewhat funny that I found in my searches, uh, on Amazon for, uh, bucket related things was this review for a collapsible bucket, um, from a Amazon user named tried and true who gave it one stars or sorry, one star and said, no, thanks. Bought this to soak my feet. Not big or sturdy enough. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Pretty good. Um, I keep hitting the fucking mic cable, and that's going to be a pain. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're you going to have to fix that. You should do this one instead. Have it hang. Uh, yeah, I, I will do that. Yes. Um, well, um... Britt, will you kindly talk to us about the menu for The Rock wood-fired pizza? I would love to. As promised, I have brought up the menu for The Rock wood-fired pizza. Um, what, what's some standouts here? So, uh, you know, uh, some of the stuff definitely has, like, uh, rock and roll-themed names and stuff. Uh-huh. You know, there, there's some stuff that's just, like, you know, onion rings the uh, the rock wings, uh, shattered queso nachos, stuff that's like you know, <laughs> that's st- a dumb name. Shit, shit, you'd find it, you know, Applebee's or whatever. But um, yeah. if you go down to the pizzas, you start to see oh. the stuff that they actually have. Um, that's really very much rock and roll themed. So uh, here for it for for uh, a pizza here, uh, we have the T Rex Bang a Gong pizza. <laughs> With grilled chicken, bell peppers, white onions, pineapple, mozzarella, Romano cheese, cilantro, garlic, butter, and a sweet chili red sauce. Uh, You have the stairway to heaven with prosciutto, mozzarella, arugula, tomatoes, (laughs) parmesan, and Romano cheese. We have the crazy train, ultimate ultimate meat pizza, pepperoni, shut up, Uh, Randy Rhodes. (laughs) Um, pepperoni, hot Italian sausage, bacon, onions, garlic, oregano, and hot cherry peppers. You know, you know, because Randy Rhodes died in a plane crash and that's how they typically move meat around. It's in planes. You know, that's why it's a meat pizza. Right. Yeah. Meat lovers, you know. Okay. We have, uh, the bad to the bone, which is technically, uh, (laughs) not a, the rock pizza. It's a, the blues pizza, um, with pepperoni, bacon, ham, mozzarella, and Romano cheese. We got the bad out of hell, the Buffalo soldier, 
California. Wait, 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 wait. Hold Dreamin'. on, hold on, hold on. Is Bad yeah. Out of Hell a meatloaf pizza? No, it's chicken, uh, hot cherry fuck? peppers, missed opportunity, and walnuts. Yeah, like what the fuck? Um, you got the my Sharona, uh, which uh, instead of meat, uh, there's just pieces wait. of a person named Sharona. Wait, no, hold on, hold on. Is my Sharona the name of a calzone? No. My, my, my calzona was so I know, that's better, what right? I was thinking. I was like, my calzona, like, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, and we've got, like, the, the hungry like the wolf pizza. Which oh, has, hell yeah. Which sounds great, but there's no wolf on it. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, it's brisket and onions. Who? Come on. I mean, um, wolves would probably enjoy that. Yeah, uh, uh, then so uh, for, for burgers, you have the Hurts So Good. Ugh. Um, like sadomasochism burger. Isn't isn't that a fucking um, uh, Bob Seger song? Is it a Bob Seger song? It's so good. Sometimes love don't feel like it should. It's, no, maybe that's... I don't know. Is it? I don't know who that is. Um, you've, yeah. Uh, nice. Fucking kids menu sucks. Nothing funny there. Nice. Nothing funny. Nothing funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, oh, oh, okay, and then here oh we go. Oh my god, now, oh my god. Now for, I think the oh. best part of this menu has got to be the beverages. Um, you've got the Don't Fear the Reaper vodka and gin drink. Oh no, the Don't Fear the Reaper is basically just a Long Island iced tea. I fear that drink, holy <laughs> shit. But no, no, you're, you're... you're Oh, no, hold on. No, before you get to that, you are ignoring the fact that the drinks are called buckets. That That's true. They are called buckets. Yeah, yeah. Because they are served in little buckets. As you oh, can my see, God. They are. Handle. Yeah. Bro, we have to get drunk at the Rockwood and, Fire and put, Pizza. And put the buckets on our head and be like, we're Buckethead. And they'll be like, sir, I cut you off two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I really want one of those buckets, but please tell me about the next section of the menu, Britt. So, yeah, we've got just some really great drink names here. We've got the Truly Madly Deeply Skinny. Um, uh-huh. My personal favorite, the Breakfast at Tiffany's yes. Mimosa. Yes! Mm, so good. The, the, the classic rock song. Yes, very Ble- much a rock song. <laughs> what a rocking song Breakfast at Tiffany's mm. is. Ooh, here's, here's my favorite drink named after an ethnic slur. <laughs> they have the Gypsy with uh, Ruby Red Deep Eddy Vodka. Do you and- think that's... X-rated liqueur. Do you think that's a Dio reference? Because he has that song Gypsy. No, that's definitely a uh, reference to the Fleetwood Mac song Gypsy. Lame. Yeah. The Dio song's better. Yeah, it is. But will you tell us what they call these drinks that you're talking to us about? Yes, unfortunately. So they have the buckets, uh, and those are like the huge buckets. But then for these smaller drinks, they call them... Rocktails. I love that so, dude. I'm actually like, I actually want to go here now. Like, I want to go to this place with you. There's one in Queen Anne. Yeah, yeah, we should go there. I'm so down for this. Yeah, yeah, but that's about it. Um, they, th- those are the best names. The Wango Tango Mojito. <laughs> that's pretty good. The, the Red Rocker Sammy Hagar. That's pretty fun. Um, oh, here's here's a good one too. They have the um, the Fortunate Son. <laughs> named after a CCR song about uh-huh. like being drafted into war, uh-huh. which is definitely what you want to think about when you're drinking. 
Is yeah. this a pizza place or a VFW? <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, okay. That's that. Pretty good. I, I, I love hearing that, Britt. Thanks for bringing that oh, up yeah. for me. Um, we're going to close things out with a couple of uh, my favorite segment of the show. And my least favorite segment of Which the show. is statements from the Britain Void. <sighs> I need and... a song for that. So I just <laughs> keep playing it and you can't hear you say anything. <laughs> We're going to do two today. Uh, the first one, on December 30th, 2018, at 7.34 p.m., you texted me. Oh, man. I totally slept on Lost Lonely Boys still existing. And then followed up. I remember when they used to play their commercial on VH1 and they were all, it's Willie Nelson's favorite band from Texas. And then they show a clip with Willie Nelson introducing them on stage and he's all, they, this here's my favorite band from Texas. And I wish I could remember shit that actually fucking matters. That, that would be nice because that commercial like plays in my head like once a week and I'm like, I don't care about you, those lonely boys. A little bit closer to heaven. Oh, and like that that just fucking lives rent free in my head. Like they (laughs) should, someone should be paying me advertising, but instead I just get fucking Willie Nelson's favorite (laughs) band from Texas. (laughs) Yeah, man. What happened to Lost Lonely Boys? Um, the let's hope tax fraud. So, so if I recall, they kind of like went on the public outs because they were one of those bands that like came up during the Bush years. And then I want to say their guitarist was caught with a weed. Oh, like that fucking matters. And like, you didn't expect that from like the, the native American band, like funk rock band from Texas. (laughs) What? Yeah. Like, like you didn't expect that from a band. I think it's like a better, like a band of Brown dudes. Like, what? Even bands of white dudes are smoking weed. John Popper, the blues travelers, traveling around with fucking two pounds of weed and a bunch of guns. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Come on. Everybody be smoking weed. I, I've I've met death metal bands that smoke more weed than I can like properly convey in words. We've we've smoked. We got really high one time with um, Decrepit Birth. We did, yes. Those dudes smoke the craziest amount of weed. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Really nice dudes. Really especially, nice especially dudes. their vocalist, Bill. Yeah, like, Bill's super nice. Super nice uh, guy. That band smells exactly like they look, which is not great. <laughs> However, they are all super nice dudes and amazing musicians, really great performers. Agreed. One Agreed. of the better touring like tech death bands out there. I mean, at least they were. They're like barely a band anymore. Yeah, but they were really they, good. Didn't they release something like four years ago or something? Something like that. Like that. It was, uh, it was yeah. not the best. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which sucks. Diminishing between worlds, though. So I will good. stand forever. So was it, it two thousand ten something like that? Yeah, two thousand eight, I think. Was it? Wow. I didn't yeah, because it came out. I remember I first heard it in Alaska, Alaska yeah. when I first heard it. Yeah. Interesting. I know. Crazy, oh, right? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's been a long time. That that record came out like 13 years ago. It's been a long road. It's been a long road. Um, Yeah, Star Trek Enterprise. Don't get me started. Don't get me fucking started. That's the next podcast, bitches. ENT, motherfucker. Um, Anyways, close things out tonight. 
Hold on. <clears throat> Burp. To close things out tonight, on April 2nd, 2020, you texted me, quote, oh, sorry, April, <laughs> sorry, let's do that again. To close things out tonight, on April 2nd, 2020, at 3.57 p.m., you texted me, quote, Stonewall didn't happen, so I could not be warmed up in a specialized ceramic holder called a boat and be poured over mashed potatoes, dog. Statements from the bucket Bucket Stonewall gravy? I'm so confused. (laughs) I feel like we're missing some vital context (laughs) to that. Like, I I don't even understand. I reread the whole thread. It was like something about, like, we're... You you made like one you know that thing where it's like she believed he lied that thing yeah, yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. where there's like parentheses or whatnot right, right. you made a thing like that where it said gravy but also gay <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. like you were riffing on that I oh, think cool cool I like I like that yeah <laughs> G- gravy is pretty gay like if you think about it like come <laughs> come and sawmill gravy are kind of the same thing sure yeah. That's all I got. All right. Uh, what do you got to recommend this week, Spencer? Oh, my goodness. I've, I'm still obsessed with the KLF, dude. They're like, pretty cool. I can't stop well, this being is, this obsessed with This is the third week you've uh, recommended them, so uh, figure something else out, jackass. <laughs> it's getting old. <laughs> no, no, for reals. And, and I, I do have other other things to recommend. Um, so the real thing I want to recommend, actually, is um, something that, Honestly, it's probably been recommended to you already and probably been just going around the... Well, it's been going around the internet a lot. But that is, I think you should leave season two. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's fucking amazing. Um, I think you should leave, if you're not familiar, is a, a sketch comedy show on Netflix. The first season aired a couple of years ago, and it's awesome. They put out a new season that just came out like a couple of weeks ago. And it's fucking amazing. I, in fact, like, have you watched it yet? No, I only watched I, like half the first season. I want to watch the second season with you. No. You it's really good. It's it's so good. Nice. <laughs> like it it's really fantastic. I cannot I have watched the the second season 3 times now. Uh, that is how much I like it. It's amazing. And it's only you, like 6 episodes or something. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like an hour and a half. Gotcha. The whole thing is like an hour and a half. So I've basically just been treating it like a movie. Yeah. And like it, it's so good. It's so good. Bob Odenkirk makes a guest appearance uh, in an incredible sketch. That's, like that's not uh, is that produced by Absolutely? Mm, I don't know. Okay, but it's uh, you. A lot of those actors. So also, like, do, did you watch Veep? I loved Veep. So okay, much. so do you remember Richard from Veep? Yeah. Oh, the black guy. Yeah. So uh, he uh, he shaking is, hands with Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in a he's in a sketch. Uh, in season two of I Think You Should Leave, that is my favorite sketch they've ever done. It's called uh, The Little Buff Boys Competition, and it's incredible. Nice. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God, watch it. It's so good. Britt, what you got to recommend me? Uh, this isn't for you uh, because it's anime and you will not watch it. Um, I won't. I've, uh, I've got on record to say I no anime. Well, it, My Tinder profile, it just says no anime. That's it. Cool. 
Yeah, like I like I I I'm more anti anime than I am astrology, and I think astrology is real fucking dumb. So like, but it's like, that's where I'm at. Here's the thing, though, astrology is dumb and like doesn't make sense or exist. Anime <laughs> exists. It's yeah. there. It always has been. I don't recognize its existence. <laughs> like, I, I, not, it's non canonical like, for it's, me. It's like you're you're like a fucking dog watching TV. <laughs> like you can't actually see the images on the screen if someone puts on anime. You're like, why is the TV still off? I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I mean, okay. So I watched. Uh, I actually watched an anime that I liked somewhat recently. I watched uh, Princess Mononoke. What's a great anime? And that was a really good film. I mean, yeah. Like, uh, well, that's just, a, uh, that's just a well. That's a well-directed film. Like it's yeah. it's it's very good. Studio Ghibli. Like it tells a really yeah. good story. Like it's very. It looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's oh, yeah. really good. I mean, it's. I mean, it is Fern Gully, but it it's yeah. it's what, Fern Gully, but done in a unique what, style. What isn't though? Like Avatar is Fern Gully done in like Dances a super with leftist style. Is Fern Gully. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah! It's all Fern Gully. It's Fern. It's Fern Gully all the way down. Hell yeah! Life is Fern Gully. Pike, Pike one twenty nine is Fern Gully. You know what? Buckethead is Fern Gully. Yeah, hundred percent. Why not? Yeah. Um, what you got in the anime space, so bro? It's, um, Within it, the weeb zone. Welcome to the weeb zone. It's an anime that aired from uh, twenty thirteen to twenty sixteen uh, called Assassination Classroom. And uh, so this sounds some. It sounds like some. Hello, weeb shit. Um, so I'm just going to give you the synopsis from the top of my head. So okay. it is about a humanoid octopus who is the new homeroom teacher of a remedial uh, <laughs> middle school class. And he has tasked them with killing him by the end of the semester. Otherwise, he's going to blow up the world. All right. It rules. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Why why did it run for so long? If that's the fucking story, that's like you're in and out in a day. Like how do you extend that? I don't know, dog. You just keep going in and out. Keep raw dogging that shit, dog. You got to raw dog that anime pussy. Hell yeah. You got to <laughs> raw dog that wee Name the episode that. Name it Raw Dog That Anime Pussy. Like, fuck it. What? Nothing matters anymore. Yeah, you know, you know you're going to start getting, like, comments from weebs. <laughs> Which is cool, dude. Weeb pussy's awesome. Like, I beg to differ, but anyways. Doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Watch... Brit's dumb anime bullshit, or watch, watch my the, sick, watch Spencer's and 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 Chad, sketch comedy Chad show that everyone in America's watching. Yeah, super Chad to be like everyone else, Spencer. It's really good though. Chad, when you, when you when you watch it, you're gonna be like, yeah, I understand why everyone's watching this. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Like it, it's really good. Yeah. And your anime is probably good too. It's if you like good. anime, it's super good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's what you get. Oh no! Now I know what it's time for. Now shut up! Shut up and take it! Why? No! Shut up and take it! (laughs) 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 (laughs)
substance that Anthony Kiedis' agent told him he had to quit his addiction to for the sake of his career. L.A. looks hair gel. Uh, teenage vaginal secretions. Oh, no. <laughs> In the 1980s until his death, what standard fee did legendary rock and roll performer Chuck Berry require for every show that he played? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no. Well, the fee he required was feces from an <laughs> upper-rate prostitute in his mouth after the show. <laughs> in the Bible, what boat would save all of the animals two by two from a flood, but only if they were bisexual? <laughs> I hate this joke. Noah's Bjork. According I thought you were gonna say Bitanic. No, that's that doesn't make any sense. It's Noah's Ark. Like Titanic isn't in the Bible. <laughs> Titanic but, could but, be but, in the Bible. Honestly, Bitanic is a great punchline. I'm gonna use that somewhere down the line. According Please. to Kiss singer and guitarist Paul Stanley, for their near 50-year history, what is the one thing Gene Simmons has refused to play? The bass correctly. <laughs> he's like he's like a shitty Joey DeMaio, right? He's so f- no, like the the thing about Joey DeMaio is like part of his thing is being not shitty at what he does. That's true. Like he's very he's like you know give him all the flack you want for being a rhythm guitarist or whatever. He was one of the best living power metal guitarists, if you put it that way. Like, as far as live... I love this take. <laughs> as, as far as, like, fucking, like, being consistent live, he's sure. been amazing live for the past, like, 30 years. It's nuts. Yeah. Mm. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude has a, as steady of a right hand is James Hetfield. Okay. Yeah. Rock and roll. Before he was kicked out of Kiss for his numerous substance abuse problems, <laughs> where did guitarist... Ace freely by his crack cocaine. <laughs> tell me, tell me, Brit. Well, Detroit Rock City. <laughs> wow, you're fired. You're fired from the podcast for that. It's too, it's too much for me. What kind of popper do famous incestuous gay couple, the Blues Brothers, prefer to use? <laughs> When engaging in homosexual sex. I, I love the setup for this joke. I just got to just say that. The, the, wait, sorry. What did you say? The incestuous, like. So what kind of popper uh-huh. do famous incestuous gay couple, it's- the Blues Brothers, <laughs> prefer to use when engaging in homosexual sex? I just love the idea that the Blues Brothers fucking each other. That's so good. <laughs> So what what kind of popper? Uh, tell me, Britt. Uh, the blues traveler, John Popper. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, Whoa, they're getting up to some greasy shit. Hell yeah. They're involving John Popper. You know John Popper kinks. Oh, he, like John he, Popper got kinks, bro. He keeps it in the trunk, baby. 
Following the January 6th Capitol insurrection, what <laughs> overfunded institution completely disbanded within several weeks? <laughs> I know the answer to this joke, and it's a brilliant joke, please. Iced Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Schaefer, fuck you, buddy. Um, Suck a dick, John Schaefer. Unless you're into that. I don't want you to do that if you're into it. What is called black, but is entirely white, <laughs> smells bad, and eats glue? <laughs> I know the answer. Go the National Socialist Black Metal Scene. <laughs> Pretty good. Did you hear about the movie Disney is making to warn kids about the dangers of butt chugging? <laughs> They're calling it an extremely boofy movie. <laughs> wow, that, that shouldn't work as well as it does. <laughs> it's a terrible joke, but I love it. It's great. Although they existed in the early days of the internet, what was Tommy Lee's Methods of Mayhem's biggest viral hit? I, I don't remember. Tommy Lee's Hepatitis C. <laughs> Why doesn't Eric Clapton let his children near his eyes? <laughs> well, they say that the eyes are the window to the soul. Jesus Christ. Uh, I just want to go on the record and say, fuck Eric Clapton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the National Highway Safety Association this week announced uh, what they're calling the most dangerous vehicle ever. It's a van that was in production in the late 70s with apparently up to a one in seven fatality rate. Have you heard of this? No. Yeah, uh, they're calling it Van Halen. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what is Motley Crue bassist Nikki Six's favorite canned good? Tell me. Narcan. <laughs> Fuck. Yes, though. Although he's toured... Each of the 50 states, what state does Ted Nugent refuse to acknowledge? His prostate. <laughs> and uh, we're going to close it on this one. Um, what's black and white and pees the bed? I don't know. Slash. Fucking <laughs> 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 joke. Jesus Christ. What a, what, <clears throat> what a smorgasbord of bucket jokes, bucket adventures, bucket voids, bucket friends, and bucket foes. We went there. We, we had a bucket journey today. We certainly did. Indeed. This has been Britain. And this has been Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head, a bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucket heads. A namaste. Namaste.